0: Hello, my name is Nathan Allen, and today I will show you why I believe college athletes should be paid. The NCAA is an extremely profitable company that made $1.1 billion in revenue in the year of 2018. With that being said, we can assume that sports are home to many Americans nationwide. However, very few are aware of the true corruption taking place. Whenever I was younger, my parents brought home an action figure of my favorite quarterback. During this time, I was very young, so I only understood who the best player was. When I grew up, the topic came up, and I asked my parents how much these college athletes got paid. They replied was zero, and I was very curious as to why. Once I heard this, I was in disbelief. Little did I know at the time, I contributed to a social issue that has been present since the birth of the NCAA. We all have contributed to this issue, whether through buying it or seeing a commercial ad on the internet. Anything such as jerseys, bobbleheads, or even potentially seeing a commercial ad of showcasing these college athletes or highlights on YouTube or anything like that. In addition, for many years, this issue has been brought up to the NCAA and very little progress has been made. In 1906, the NCAA was founded, and as I previously mentioned, very little was, progress has made for decades, and room for possible change has only been actually considered very recently by the community. I've done countless hours of research on this topic for both opposing views and views that support my own. One quick example would be the basketball superstar Zion Williams. If you happen to watch college basketball, you likely heard of this name multiple times in the college basketball scene. Zion is a very gifted basketball player that has played for Duke. Because of his raw ability and absolute dominance, he quickly made a name for himself. However, the NCAA saw this as a huge potential for marketing. Because he couldn't get paid, Zion received nothing but a scholarship to the school, despite the overwhelming success and profit he brought in. Zion was used for countless methods in an attempt to make money, such as high-right reels, sports ads, and you name it, the list goes on and on. Because this is very noticeable, some people, even some pro athletes, have spoken out about this. One professional player who has spoken out about this topic is Carmelo Anthony and has these remarks. Uh, I think, I mean, it's easy for me to say I think the players should get paid. Yes, I think the, the players should get paid. How they get paid, uh, I think that's something to be figured out. Um, but I think it will only get figured out if the NCAA want to figure it out. If they don't want to figure it out, then it's not going to be figured out, then you're going to continue having these issues, having these problems. Uh, College basketball will continue to uh, go down. Guys are not going to go to college. and, uh, And then it's going to force the NBA to step up and kind of take the age limit rule out. Carmelo Anthony acknowledges the problems with the NCAA and what he believes will happen to the basketball community if something is not changed. In addition, he agrees that change must develop within the NCAA because they are the only organization that has a say on the matter. Also, he acknowledges the fact that some athletes, if they are not gifted or if they are gifted, go straight to the minor league so they can receive an income for themselves and potentially their family if they need it. With that being said, only a small group of individuals can achieve this because the minor leagues are super hard to get into. This causes athletes to skip school because they simply cannot afford the basic needs. According to Greenville, athletes, some stated that they felt as if they were living a homeless lifestyle. Athletes feel like they live a homeless lifestyle because all their time and effort goes straight into the sports, they can remain on top and win games. This requires them to go through college without a source of income because they cannot have a job. The idea of scholarships being enough. Have caused some athletes to be unable to afford basic necessities. In addition, greenville.edu receives most revenue out of sports, the athletes stated, so they believe they deserve compensation for it. An experienced reporter, Scott Polikek, analyzed a quote They are trying to make basketball players go to two years in college. Wow, wonder why, end of quote. Scott Polikek and others realized why they could require this so athletes such as i previously mentioned zion and others can't leave college before two years you may be asking yourself why this is in place so the ncaa can gain more revenue from a gifted player such as zion upon doing research small universities often cannot give small perks to players that d1 colleges can the ncaa obviously shows the best of the best and leaves D2 and D3 colleges, quote quote, out to dry. Sadly, due to COVID reasons, no in-person interviews could be completed. However, I called a friend of mine who plays D2 football near me, and he stated the following, I simply have to scrape by, which I found to be a, a repetitive issue throughout my podcast research. Commonly, people believe paying athletes must be paid by the NCAA if this is approved. However, greenville.edu believes they should be able to receive donations from third-party things, which I honestly believe is a perfect solution because it uh, does not harm the integrity of the game by paying athletes to influence them to from going to one college to another. Former National Football League player Patrick Kearney does a lot of research about football financials, seeing as he's been down the same road himself. He further explained a point I previously mentioned in this clip. Left the league. Um, I turned on the game last night. Every time I turned it on, someone was down on the field. Players were being taken off in stretchers. I, I I'm trying. Look, I love cheering for the Giants and Dana Jones, but it's really getting hard for me to watch. What is the NFL facing an existential problem here? You know, I think so long as it continues to reward people for that risk in the way it has, uh, I don't think the pipeline will dry up anytime soon. Uh, the demographics of, of people getting funneled into that pipeline uh, could easily change. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's a great opportunity. I, I had 11 surgeries in 11 years. And I still say I'd do it all over again if I could. 11 surgeries in 11 years. So you think college athletes should be paid as California is proposing? Yeah, I've heard about that. You know, I think they should be paid in a deferred compensation package, uh, you know, sort of maybe contribute to a 401k for them, uh, get them to understand the time value of money. You, you're you telling me a guy's going to go to Stanford because they're going to contribute to his 401k. Okay. <laughs> if it's a, a uniform payment to all athletes, <laughs> um, you know, I think it'd be valuable and a great introduction into getting them interested in how that money will work for them over the long term. Excellent. This clip shows the variety of options that can be taken. Another vital point he offers is the lifetime damages he and other players have endured. His credibility on the subject and the potential for a different solution greatly supports my argument. He provides an eye opening argument that the action could be made in order to make everything better, however, the NCAA needs to make project progress unlike they ever have before. In addition to his first hand experience, he acknowledges the strides some states have taken on the legal issues such as California and even Colorado have strived for it. Because this this lack of progress, people have become discouraged on the matter. However, we must acknowledge the corruption taking place. PewTrust.org however stated, I think it's a violation of the Colorado's Consumer Protection Act, which again shows that people understand the corruption. However, if the state can't find anything against it, they have no power, which is why we need the NCAA to make progress. And we really can't do anything about it unless the NCAA does something about it. Throughout this podcast, you have likely seen two common points that have showed up just in about every evidence I've supported. One being um, the lack of um, necessities from athletes, and the second being the lack of progress the NCAA has made. And for about 100 years the NCAA has been founded, it is understandable the lack of progress. However, ever since 2010, this idea of possibly paying college athletes have stewed up in the community, and a lack of progress is definitely concerning because college athletes do struggle on a day-to-day basis with juggling school, sports, and obviously financial reasons. Something that has changed throughout time is definitely the popularity of sports. Back in history, I, I believe it is safe to say that sports is not as popular as it is now, which is why this growing concern for paying college athletes has risen. I currently understand any confusion you may have with this topic because I just threw a lot of evidence about four months of research just add you in about a nine minute span to keep this podcast in length. So so I will, this next part of this podcast, I will summarize everything I've said and hopefully make it easier to understand for everyone. My, my first repetitive message throughout this podcast was the financial issues college athletes likely undergo throughout their college experience due to the lack of jobs they can get because they spend enormous amount of hours towards every sport they're in. And not only the sport that they're in, but having to juggle school on top of it is extremely hard for them. And the lack of the financials often cause them to not be able to buy food. And as I previously stated from multiple sources, that it makes them feel as if they're living a homeless lifestyle. In addition, the second point being the lack of progress being made by the NCAA, because they know the longer they hold out, the more money they can grow and revenue. In fact, I would even say that it's gotten worse because, as you saw in the previous one of the previous evidences, that they even want to keep college athletes there for two years so then that they have some rare player such as Zion that they can maximize the profit before they go off to the NBA where they can't take that profit anymore. Finally, my last point kind of ties in with my second point. However, I don't believe this is something that will be resolved soon because the NCAA does not have any need to in any urgent time because people are still watching their stuff. They're still an extremely profitable company. So as long as that stays, I don't think anything will be changed. And In addition, I don't believe this will be changed because the lack of progress. Again, this is where it relates to my second topic, but the lack of progress because this idea has showed up in the 2000s and very little to no progress has been made. So I believe this is something that will always be debated within the, the life of the NCAA. Hopefully I was able to shed some light on an area that you may or may not be too familiar with, and thank you very much for listening to my podcast.